Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwach. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Married to Hollywood, Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Did you just laugh at me? <laughs> I did. You were trying to I do did. the intro. I think, I think I laughed at you because you were, uh, you were pushing so hard I'm to stay so up for this tired. right now. I know. <laughs> I, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm exhausted. How are you? Um, talk to me. Talk to me. I'm... It's weird. Um, I think one of the most interesting things I've discovered in the last few weeks is that I'm okay being not okay. And I'm not obsessing with the needing to feel good, but the needing to feel purposeful. And that's given me a lot of clarity about what's going on internally, about what's going on with us and the direction that we're going on, the journey that we're going to go on over the course of the next little Next little bit, next few years. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. What are you? Beautiful. How are you doing? Um, well, before we dig into it, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who reached out to us yeah, from listening to last week's from family to um, friends episode. to people we, we don't often didn't get a really to chat with. realize how many uh, were listening to that yeah. one, and it it meant a lot to hear your your support and words of encouragement and there were so many we're proud of you you're doing the right thing for your family yeah. i think it's it's been a strange thing um and and you know this we said it last week we had made the decision and then every day i'd be like but we can stay we can make it work we're just going to make it work we're just going to stay and you were like you you got to stop <laughs> you <laughs> doing do. that but and you i was do. like nah and i was just even though we had announced it, I was still in a point of denial of, we're not going. No, we're not. What are you talking about? I know we said that, but we're not going. And I'm still sort <laughs> of in that space. And we, are, okay. we are moving in just under three weeks. And I think it is so beautiful. And we haven't packed a thing. Not a thing, which just goes to show the denial. Even though we'd be moving regardless, I think it's because we're moving away. To Maryland for a little while. That yeah. I'm, I'm so in shutdown denial mode about it as far as leaving our home here. Um, but I think it is so beautiful and inspiring. You keep saying that you're at peace with it in your heart, even yeah. though, you know, you're sad and you're upset, you're at peace in your heart. Um, I am so not there. And this is something that you and I have really been talking about all week of, I know intellectually <laughs> this is right. I know it's the right choice for a family. It, how lucky are we that we even have the opportunity to set us up like this so that we have I, stable footing below can us? I, can and I can pause you right there? Yeah. I think that's the real thing to focus on. Yeah. Because the, the journey to being actors, um, to being entertainers, is fraught with so much uncertainty. But if you're able to build yourself a rock bed foundation underneath you as you go out... You start with things like friends, community, and you build yourself yeah. slowly up financially. And then you get to a place where you can survive the, all the rejection. Then something completely out of your control can happen, something like COVID. And really knocked our socks off. Well, it kind of like. And not just us. I mean, it, it coincided with um, a really big tax bill we weren't expecting, yeah. and then COVID. So we were, we were knocked back like two, three months in income. Yeah. And then. We really never got back ahead of it. And then... And then we realized we had to move. Well, it was that thing of... And I think I was mentioning it last week, how it just it pulled back the veil that I think we had both me, yeah. so even more than you, but it put on of, here's our life, here's where we yeah. are, this is where we live, look at us go, this is amazing. But we were floundering and drowning 
but we're, yeah, we were barely treading water. We were barely treading water. On good water. days, we were treading water. So, ev- even though we put on this, yeah. I don't want to say persona because it's not like we were faking. We genuinely, or at least genuinely, genuinely felt, no, we're cool. We've got yeah. this. No, no, me too. Um, I, but I it think really did bring that to light for us. One of the good things about us in that situation is you're so credit card averse. I am. <laughs> that is probably our saving grace financially. Because if yeah. it weren't, because I'm, I'm, I am, mm, but not nearly as strongly as you are at running up debt. I'm the kind of person who's like, you can run debt as long as you're paying it regularly and as long as it's not so, so outgrossing your needs and so outgrossing your right. income, you're fine right. if you run a little debt. You're so against that. Had you it's had so ingrained in me well, of yeah. you, you pay in full, you buy in full, or you don't buy it. <laughs> no, no, and that's responsible. That's very responsible. There's yeah. some things that I disagree about that on, but overall, I think that's very responsible and very head screwed on I straight. I think there's a about, good middle yeah. ground between the two there is, for there sure. Is. I mean, that's always up to negotiation. I mean, part yeah. of part of any relationship is compromise. But I think one of the things that's great about that is you, we never got so leveraged in debt that we were in a place where we, your family and my family couldn't help us get out of it. Couldn't help us have a safe place to land. That, right. Because to had, have that safe place ha, imagine, to land. Had, imagine, now we'll be able to fully dig out yeah, now that we imagine have a safe we place to land. Imagine if we were another two, three years down the road that we were going financially. Yeah. We would be in a place where m- between medical debt, um, my the remainder of my student, student loans, loans, and any additional credit card debt that we would have run up, right. we would be in a place where no matter what help we got from our family, we'd be... Yeah, we'd be passing the whole debt onto so, our children. Right. And I mean, I, I think... And we've said it before. One reason why we've always, even though living in Los Angeles, which is prohibitively expensive, as we, we've always talked about, um, the amount of debt that we had getting married due to the student loans and other things coming in when we merged, every time we'd go, but we're making so much money on paper. Where yeah. the heck is it all going? Well, I think I so think much <laughs> went to debt, and then we also realized this city just takes it out of you. So I'm really proud of us because we look at where our debt numbers are now and it's so much yeah, better. But that's also because of a lot of financial help. Um, Absolutely. I, I think one of, Absolutely. The, one of the things that we're really going to come to reality with, and I want to give Amanda Jarris a big shout out and thank Hi, you. Hi, Manders. Is, um, we're really going to spend the next little bit. This, this might turn into us talking about finances a lot as we it might. reboot financially reboot. so that we can really go about pursuing and our careers in the entertainments and in the in the entertainments in the arts and entertainment. <laughs> in the entertainments. Um, <laughs> I like that though. In the entertainments. <laughs> as, um, from a much more financially uh, prudent and um, sustainable platform. No, absolutely. And one thing we were just saying the other night, um, <laughs> it's really interesting because Jason and I in our marriage, this is a dynamic we've talked about before. We rarely freak out at the same time. And that's actually been saving grace. A saving grace. Because when he's having a complete panic breakdown moment I can be there how he needs and when I am such an emotional puddle like he peels me off the floor and says talk about it it's a safe space let's talk I think if we both lost it at the same time I, I don't know what that would look like I don't know if we can and I don't think we can either no, so no, I'm glad no, I, I mean I mean from the pers- <laughs> our hearts and I brains mean, allow us I mean from the perspective of um 
like when Lila's freaking out, we know we have to be calm. We yeah. know we have to be safe for her. Absolutely. I think something clicks in both of us. That we know that it when we recognize it in the other. Out, yeah. If I see that you're freaked out more than me, I know I can't it be freaked on. out. It clicks on. Same I, thing for me. And I'm kind of like allowed to let your freak out absorb the energy from me so yeah. that I can just be calm in there. Yeah. Um, That's a gift. That's a good thing. Uh, but where I was going with that um, is part of all of this, even though we're in our 30s and we're parents and we're married, this is forcing us to do something we should have done 10 years ago, 15 years ago. before our relationship. Before we even got together, but truly educate ourselves in every aspect of financials, more so than just here's what you make and here's what you spend and here's your budget, but really into the assets and the Roth IRAs and the, the details that was always there in the back of my mind for what I had been taught, but I had never really taken the initiative upon myself to truly educate myself in it and same thing with you and now we're talking about real estate possibly and all these things yeah the sources of income and yeah. we're really trying to grow up, up? yeah um <laughs> i won't grow up. i yeah. won't grow up except we have to <laughs> except we have to um i would say along that lines we could probably um riff on the idea of setting up a financial outlook for what it really should look like for an actor before they move out to L.A. Oh, yeah. Talking about how much money you should probably have saved up, what you should be looking at as far as monthly overhead, things like that. Because what we're going to be going through over the course of the next few months, and we can break it down, um, and I think we should. It's essentially starting over. Yeah, but we should also, like, we should break down, cool, like, so this is what it costs to do um, the self-tape setup. This is what it costs to do our podcast setup. So if you want to be a creative, boom, boom, boom. This now, is luckily, how you can that's do it. true. Luckily, we, are, we have that those setups already. Yeah. But to truly um, give our voices and opinions yeah. and, and break it down for Love, anyone also, who wants to know. Yeah, Absolutely. also like the, the notion of helping people level up um, and yeah. do what they're doing, yeah. but do it better. I think that we're going to hit a very lucky place in the next 18 months to two years. And it's going to be a long time and you guys are going to be stuck on this journey with us. Is your mouth still hurting? <laughs> the, the headphone is hitting right on the I'm sorry. Right on the spot. It's okay. It's doing bad or her. Yeah. It's, you're still falling apart. It, <laughs> um, I think uh, that we're going to be really just rebuilding. Yeah. And I think we're going to be moving to a great city for it. Um, the DC has a great great theater and art scene we can reconnect with a lot of people that we knew from college and grow and shoot things there and work with your brother ivan who's yeah. an editing and production whiz we've always talked about working together and but i think being there together i think we'll be able to truly build yeah. some and throw a camera up on seth's cool plane things. get some cool aerial photo <laughs> footage i yeah. think i think um and i was saying this the other day um while the art- artistic opportunities in LA are nigh limitless, the ability to afford to sustain yourself, unless you have hit that certain, unless tier. you've hit a certain tier, mm-hmm. or your your income from your, signif- your your significant other's income or your income from your day job is at a certain tier, yes, there's it's just a really unsustainable town. Which is what we were saying. Your income from your should day be. job, it should be. Should and the fact that that amount of money in well, this town... Well, it's because we created... Isn't. Oh, we created but it's a, also Our overhead our, was far too high. It was. It was. I know. But even that aside, for a family of three, that amount of money in Los Angeles... I mean, we were looking at these yeah. numbers. For a family of four to comfortably live in Los Angeles... Um, 
the net the after after taxes needs to be a hundred and fifty thousand a year. Net in yeah. order to comfortably live and in Los Angeles. That's that is just post post tax income. A huge number to live comfortably. They're not saying you've made it. That's the number that I was researching where that's comfortable. A married couple. Then that's with your kids going to public schools. At the, that's not exactly. That's not even bringing private school into play. Now DC also has a high. You know, I mean, certain cities have higher overheads than others. Yeah. But LA is just it's. It's so well, high. We're also lucky enough that we're going to be moving our overhead to nearly nothing for the big kid for a little while. I know that this is another thing we'll be talking about on here too. It's and there are aspects of moving home in with my parents that I am really excited about. Yeah, actually, moving in with my in-laws, guys. But oh my there are other things of. Well, I mean, they're we're going to be honest with it. No, they're the be- They are the. It's just best. a weird thing as a man. But as. One, I'm sure, as oh. a man to then be moving in with your in-laws. Two, Humbling. as a woman who is now a mother. But when I go home, as you say, I turn into daughter, yeah, little really girl, cute. because it's my parents, and I'm at my parents' house, and I love being home. To suddenly have that dynamic of, oh, we're not visiting. No. We're, we're living. living with yeah. you right now. Um, we're going to set up all kinds of fun ground rules. It's, it's going to be... I, I mean, that part I am thinking on yeah. the positive side, but at the same time, it's going to be a very different dynamic you know in our though? married life. And then tonight, it's going to be very positive. Tonight, we were watching an episode of Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles because we enjoy that show anyway, but now we're on this kick of watching a bunch of real estate stuff. And you've consumed like one one hundredth of the no, amount of real No, you've gone down estate. a rabbit hole. You've gone. You've done one of your deep dives. Yeah, it's like how I, I got not. into flat earth. I, right. I've, I've just sort of. I'm taking in the you know. Pause for just the a outskirts. Yes. I don't believe the world is flat. I need to reiterate that. If I oh, haven't no, no, before, no. I just no. really like watching flat earth he videos. He got and obsessed with the people. Yes, he, with he couldn't understand why people actually think this, and he went I've, down. I've learned well, how you've to understand based it. on what you've yeah. watched. But he will for hours. He will go down this rabbit hole of In flat earth <laughs> videos and conspiracy theories, and it is to watch his eyes light up of. There are people who actually think this way. Oh my gosh! And then be like, oh, but you can almost see it. But like, what are they thinking? It's really fun to watch his brain work with that. Um, but what I was saying was we're watching this and there was a commercial. It was uh, a husband and wife about my parents' age. Yeah. And they're folding laundry, stacks and stacks of laundry. And they said, ever since our daughter, son-in-law and their children moved in with us, and you just see chaos as they run around, they go, our daughter was concerned we wouldn't be able to keep up. We can. And I was like, is this commercial speaking directly to um, through the screen to us right I mean, now? Unfortunately. Or are there so many people in our situation right now so that these me, products are marketing it because they just know that adult children with their own children are moving in with their parents right now because that is what you need to do in this economy right now. You want to talk next level creepiness about our sure, industry? Targe- go for it. Targeting ads. So Spectrum yeah. is our internet provider. This is going to freak me out, isn't so, it? So since Spectrum is our internet provider yes. and we... Um, are on our internet a lot of between Facebook, oh texting, no. oh Instagram, no. yes. and then Anchor, um, having this audio and everything. We have no idea what information somewhere in the background of some agreement, some service agreement, is being sold to Spectrum to help target ads. And then that's sp- true. I mean, I'm sure if we looked into it, we'd see we were protected actually. And I'm sorry oh, yeah. if I'm making it seem super creepy, but yeah, no, that's. That's the future of targeting ads. So not just targeting ads, but but um, creepiness as far as technology. Did you hear that there's a, a theory going around that Zoom is actually the FBI collecting data? 
Um, I also heard that it's actually the Chinese collecting data. So that tells you that there's a few different conspiracies going Interesting. around. I, w- I was in the middle of a lesson the other day, and, and that was brought up because we switched from FaceTime to Zoom. It's just because the connection's better, and it's just yeah. easier to teach over. And they said that, and I went, well, hello, FBI. Welcome to all of these voice lessons. I hope you have learned oh, honey, <laughs> a lot of breath honey, technique. Your, your sister-in-law <laughs> works for the DOD. The FBI is already watching. And we were just like, this is this is so so wild. Dad, I mean, everything is so my dad public, used to have and a everything security is. Clearance. The FBI is already watching. They're everywhere. Well. Here's here's a really <laughs> scary thing. Yes. Um, if we want to take a complete divergence into the Patriot Act. Oh, gosh. Our okay. presidents signed away all of those rights in the early 2000s oh, yeah. as a res, uh, in response to 9-11 to try to stop terrorism. Um, good, good, good job. Good job. Because you, you haven't done it, anything. Did we say good job that? sarcastically enough? <laughs> well, the, the reality is, is oh, that to, to see what's happened in the last two months... The notion that somehow all of this data from the Patriot Act was going to be used to protect people and we haven't been protecting our own people from our own institutions is like, well, then what did you need all that information for? There's all these law-abiding citizens. (laughs) What did you need all that for? And your your institutions, one thing, you're really overworking the police because you're expecting them to take care of literally every social safety net problem that we've abandoned and defunded. And then on top of that, you're setting them up to police neighborhoods that don't need policing in like, or I should say you're prote- you're tasking them with protecting neighborhoods that don't need protection mm. because it's like wealthy neighborhoods that can have private security. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's so complicated on so many levels and you, we can be really reductive of it. But one thing I'm really excited about for this next chapter um, is that it's different than what anyone else is doing. It is very different than what anyone else that we know is doing. We keep saying it's going to be a detour on our journey. It's part of our journey. There are so many positives. I'm just still sad. I'm not... I'm too. I'm so sad. I'm heartbroken. About, not about move, like moving home. There's, there are a lot of perks to that. It's leaving here. Oh, and I'm, I'm my life here and our life here. I cry. I'm just sad. I cry every day about it. Oh my god, me too. But the me too. The differences I think between the two of us right now is I'm okay that I'm sad. I'm not. Well, no, no, no. it's not that I'm not okay. No, yeah, you know you're right. No, it's that I'm. You're. I, I still. <laughs> I actively watch yeah. you fight being upset. Yeah. I am upset. Yeah. And you know what's great about that? Is, you can move through it. Well, and also I can use that in my work. Yeah. I can use that as motivation to not let things... I, I feel like what's about to happen is we're going to go through a lot of going, no more BS. What's this? Black and white. Cool. Is this an opportunity real or is it not? Right. Because if I'm flying out to LA for this, this needs to be a real thing. If I'm flying to New York for this, it needs right. to be a real thing. Right, right. If I'm taking this meeting, I'm not wasting my time mm-hmm. because my art is worth it. My effort is worth it. And I know what I'll bring to the table as a storyteller is worth it. So if you're just kind of trying to like play the field, whether you're a producer trying to develop scripts or whether you're um, an agent or a manager or something like that, like don't, don't play around anymore. Let's be serious. We have to, we are so serious about what we're doing. Yeah. That we are moving (laughs) home. Moving 3000 miles away so that we can continue to to do it. To figure out how to afford to do it. And to rebuild and, 
Like come back. Yeah. We were just saying upstairs. Um, when we got married, we were between doing the big, massive blowout black tie affair or a small, intimate, really kind of rustic one out here. And we could and have gotten the difference in cash from your dad. That that would have been very helpful right about now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, this is true. Yeah, you know. Um, but we went with the big the big black tie for, for my grandparents and a lot of family because there are so many people over in the D.C. area. We talked about for our ten year uh, our ten year anniversary, and we talked about this right when we got married. We were going to do a small West Coast, you know, probably Santa Barbara or, or Napa Vineyard, small, very very small intimate thing. Um, and we're coming up on our seventh anniversary, which is I cannot believe that our seventh our seventh year wedding anniversary is this summer, which means our ten year is now going to be three years away. Mm-hmm. And so we just said upstairs, all right, that's the goal. That's the goal. By the 10-year anniversary, we have purchased a place here. We're coming back, and we throw our little shindig. Either at our home or somewhere on the West Coast? Probably the... um, um, the Samson Inn in yeah, Santa be Barbara great. because I would, we I would love, love that. to do that. However, I think my um, favorite, one of my favorite moments with my father visiting ever was we went up there. We, we took them up there for a day. It was right after we adopted Brady. He came up on that trip. It was the month yeah. after we got Brady. Which we, your we'd parents go up. paid for. Oh, what? yeah. No, yeah. they did. Uh-huh. They did. <laughs> they did pay for that. The, the $300 adoption fee and the uh, 100 bucks for the crate and the... The bowls and the, and the um, leash. Yep. But, mm-hmm. Yep. Your parents adopted a dog for us. Thanks, mom and dad. You helped us get our our fur baby. Looking back on it, looking back, not so grown up, are we? (laughs) (laughs) We've taken care of him since. Yes, we've kept him alive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we go to the Simpson house in, and I just knew that my dad was going to love this place because I mean, you go in, and there's the main house, Mm -hmm. and then there's little cottages outside, and in the main house, in the lobby. They do their tea time and wine tastings every day. And then there's the little living room area where it looks like a bunch of books, but it's actually VHS Well, there's also books you can read. Well, there are books too. And it's it's really history books, which is my dad's thing. And so we're walking around and we go to leave. And as we walk out of the gate, my dad just closes the gate. He goes, I'll be staying here. Like, goodbye. I'm, I'm staying here. I'll see you later. And I have a picture of him just happily behind that gate. And it's one of my favorite pictures of him. And I think kind of right then and there we went, this is the goal. If we yeah. can host our family here at the ten year, at the ten year, so that is that's a, a goal we put in place for tonight. Is that in time for our ten year wedding anniversary? Gives us three years, a little over three years, yeah. to go back east, rebuild ourselves, yeah. continue. I mean, I had that film audition last week. We just both had we just series, had voiceover, voiceover auditions auditions just now. You know, we're not going to stop. It's just no. it's just shifting and changing and evolving, and we're gonna. Make the best of it and make our own yeah. our own path. It's just going to be very strange to not be here to do it and to be home, making it feel like it's not vacation, as we talked about the other night. Because for uh, me, I was, was like, "Was that today? Yeah, what and has today been? It's been a long day for you more than it's been a long day for yeah, me." Yeah, Lila didn't nap a wink. She got very upset, and I was just. I with got her to the be in class time. for a little while. You did, and you put up a scene. I did. It went well. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, there's just all. all so yeah, so what, what Amelia was saying was, she was like, yeah, just think about it like a long a long uh, vacation. I said, think of it about a long visit home and then knowing that we're going to be moving back here, like we're coming back, but just think of it as an extended trip that we're visiting so they don't fall into like any more of a sad, I don't want to say depression because not depression, but a sad... Oh, yeah, low you know, point. 
And Jason went, don't do that because then we'll treat it like vacation when we're there. We got to go home and work. I was like, you're right. Yeah. I will reframe that. (laughs) I think think one of the coolest things about what's going to happen for us is we're going to have an opportunity to grow in ways that we limited ourselves when we lived in D.C. We put limits on what D.C. could be for us. So now we're going to have to take all those limits off. Take it off. We're going to have to have a, we're going to come back to everything with this like blue sky approach of everything's possible. There are no limits. We can do whatever we want. There is no spoon. But we're lucky to be able (laughs) to have that. We are insanely lucky. And I think that that's what gave me the peace with being sad is that I'm sad that this chapter is over because it's not how I wanted it to end. No, me neither. But what's kind of funny is I thought the book was being written and the book was going to finish in L.A. So that means there's another chapter to be written. Before the book ends in L.A. Or wherever. Or or wherever. (laughs) And that's that's the thing is that I'm accepting this journey is is what's... The destination cannot be what I have to be preoccupied with. I have to enjoy the journey. I have to live in the moment and plan for tomorrow. But if I... Don't plan for tomorrow, um, making a mistake. And if I don't live in the moment, I'm wasting today. So let's learn from all the things that we've screwed up here on this first trip. Even though there were lots of positives too. Yeah, us, our child, all of our friends. Well, even some industry stuff and, and career things. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, no. it's been an incredible 13 yeah. years. No, I, I just got uh, two great residual checks for $0.00. And zero oh cents. my gosh, you guys. $0.00. And zero cents. I mean, I've gotten one cent residual checks so before I. and a so couple two I. cents. I've never gotten a zero before. Let alone you got two. two. <laughs> so, um, I've said that to a few people today and went, hey, with these residual checks, we can afford to stay, right? Ha-ha. Uh-huh. I, I mean, <laughs> they were like, oh, my gosh, you got a zero. I'm, that's that's sad. Yeah. But, <laughs> but all you got it, all you can do is laugh at a situation like that. It's, it's just... Well, it's and, and I think that we're really privileged to have this problem. You know, we are. As sad as it is, we are so incredibly lucky and and privileged. I mean... Did you see... Did I see what? And I haven't read... I haven't read it. I just bookmarked it. The industry is planning on opening Friday? <laughs> yes, I did. How real is this? And I haven't read it. I don't think that's going to go very well. Well, they're opening movie theaters. Right. I don't think that's going to go very well either. Um, I would like to be optimistic about it. Well, However, I just do not think it's going to go very well. Cases for coronavirus just surged past 2 million. Exactly. Hopefully the death number doesn't go up too quickly. But honestly, I think that we as a country and as a society will figure out how to move forward. I think overall we've realized certain responsibilities need to not be left to the federal government when leadership is the way that it is. And certain titans of industry and certain people in local governments need to take more ownership and more leadership over how to protect their citizenry. And I look forward to this next chapter of, um, it's kind of like a civics education for the country. It's like realizing how important it is to vote all of the time, every time, because oh, yeah. you're not just you're not just voting for president no. or senators or governors. You're voting for your mayor mm-hmm. and your city council, city council members and people who are going to be in charge of school implementing laws, school districts, and, and all of these absolutely. things. And I think COVID 
and then the surge of responsibility regarding Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. that it's finally mm-hmm. getting its due. It's far too late. It's, but it, it should have a long time ago, but the fact that it's, it's finally... And there have been little spurts throughout time where it seems like this is going to be the change. Yeah. I feel in my core that this, this Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on, this is the beginning of the change. And we have the privilege as cis straight white people. Yeah. Though we are a... I was going to say... We're a minority. We're Jews. We are. We are. <laughs> But, but not not. We're I one mean, of those hidden. We're one of those hidden minorities. Right, we can hide. Right, in, we can hide in plain sight. It's and that different. We need to use the privilege of our platform of this podcast, with all however many listeners there are at this point, the privilege we have financially of our skin tone and all those things to make sure that we can make real change. Yeah. And the way we do that is by calling out bigotry, calling out institutional problems, calling out friends and family. Not that I can think of anybody off the top of my head, but. It, if they do, right. calling out friends and family for saying a cross word, saying an ignorant word, and encouraging people not to just be better, but to be better educated. Absolutely. And that includes ourselves. Did you see, um, I'm going to shout out to Jordan Van Cleef here. Did you see what she posted today? No. So I think I've mentioned this on this before. Uh, Jordan Van Cleef, who we, we love dearly. She's also an American University alum. She actually was a roommate of Jason's at first. Um, and she has become part of our family. She's been Lila's main um, babysitter slash nanny since she's been born, and we just love her dearly. She is an incredible artist and comedian, and she did a series uh, a couple years ago called The Tooth Fairies, and yes. it's it's this whole thing of, you know, the behind the curtains of what it's like in the world of being a tooth fairy, and she's During Vivian, COVID. the the leader. Well, her series wasn't about COVID. True. No, but, of course not. But since COVID started, she does these great little videos about Vivian in quarantine and what that's like. And it's hysterical. Well, today she posted one. Um, I wish, I wish there was a way to, there probably is a way to tag him, but I don't know how. Um, I can you figure it out it's if you send me a link. It's on Instagram. It's <laughs> Vivian. Mm-hmm. And she says, I just want to talk to you guys for a minute. And she talks about how she has seen in her life and her career and what the issue, you know, these different issues. And she finally realized a way to tie it together People get cavities all the time. They don't floss. They don't brush. They get cavities. They go to the dentist. They get the cavity removed, and then they go back. And the problem is they don't then go home and brush twice a day and floss the way they're supposed to. They just go back to the way things were, and they have more cavities. You have to remove the cavities. The cavities, she equates, and she gets really, it's, she's being Vivian, but I mean. The cavities are the bad cops? They're the bad apple cops, yes. Uh And the issue is. Not necessarily just removing the bad apples, but truly going back and systemically changing the behavior of the police force and the training. And just to watch this, and it's Jordan. Like, you can see it's Jordan, but she's doing it as Vivian. And she brings this artistic spin with the comedy, but then she really gets impassioned. And it was such a... Such a different way to say it and and spin it in a way, like you were saying, those of our friends who are privileged or who don't necessarily um, understand at the core what's going on. She just did it in a way where you're like, thank you. Yes. All right. It's so important that people, no matter who you are, speak up, speak out and, and do something. The most important thing I think. I'm very proud of you, Jordan. Good job, Jordan. The most important thing I think at the end of all of this, um, it's pride month. So happy pride. Happy pride. Um, Juneteenth is June 19th. And I think the most important thing for us to realize about, our communities of color, black people, African-American people, 
um, our LGBTQ brothers and sisters and non-gendered individuals, it's most important for this to be the beginning of responsibility for the cis, straight, white community to take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. And not with the savior complex that we're known for over the years, where it's like, oh, okay, cool, there's a problem, let me fix it. Not that, which is what we do a lot as, mm. as a society, mm. but that recognizing the problem and understanding there is a long journey ahead to create systemic oh, change. Yeah. But I feel like as a society, we're like, oh, kind of like the dentist analogy, like we fix that one problem. You patch it. You patch it. And then you move on. And then you move on you as opposed a, to actually going back and truly changing the yeah. bedrock foundation of where the issue truly lies. And that the and the responsibility does not did not does not r- lie solely on uh, the leadership of these different communities, these different protected classes, but it lies in a unity between all of us moving forward. Absolutely. That it's just as much um, it's just as much a, a white responsibility as anyone else's. But not only is it a white responsibility, but it's also a white responsibility to abdicate leadership, to be a partner in everything mm-hmm. and to help push things forward, but to understand that my voice should not be the loudest voice. The voices of the disenfranchised need to be raised up, and we can't do that if we're shouting, all lives matter. No. Because all lives do matter. They do. But, they but not all lives can matter. But not all lives have been treated equally. Until, right. So, so until we're all treated equally. Yeah, let's be real. Black lives need to matter. LGBTQ rights and lives need, need to, to matter. matter. Native American lives need, need to, to matter. matter. Oh my gosh, we could go on a whole thing about how they've been completely... <laughs> yes, wow. disenfranchised. We stole, this, we stole this content from them. Yes, so many things. Um Okay, Brady. We just got <laughs> As Brady just parked <laughs> in the background. Basically, this is you know, Team Rosenmeyer going for the White House in 2032. Yeah, pa- <laughs> I need to go take a look at Brady. So <laughs> he's barking and Lila's sleeping. And Lila is sleeping. So um, I love you. Unfortunately, love you we're wrapping up quick. Thank you all for tuning in. Like you said. <laughs> I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Love you. Bye. <laughs>